Hello everyone. Uh, it's been a while, but welcome back to Sports and Spice. This is episode 10. Uh, I have my dad on today. Say hi, dad. Hey! Sports and Spice! 10 episodes for Charlie. I think that is super cool, man. A huge shout out to Charlie Walker. 10 episodes of Sports and Spice. I'm proud of you. All right, thank you, dad. Um, the reason I've taken such a long break is I've just been waiting for the Jazz to do something, and they've done something for sure recently, and we're going to talk about that um, further. But, Dad, do you have anything you want to say before I start? Or Hey, before Charlie starts talking about Jazz, I do have one thing to say, and that is a huge, huge, huge... Like, flag-waving banner in my house for Serena Williams. Serena Williams, I know maybe a little controversial, but man alive was she fun to watch. You know, women's tennis might be a little dry. Men's tennis might be a little dry. And then there was Serena. And she was anything but. I mean, just brought flair and energy and um, super, super... Uh, Charlie, you watched a bunch of Serena's matches. And was she not fun to watch? Oh, she's incredible. And look what she did for women and women's sports. And, like, she retired. She lost this past week. Her last match was in New York at the U.S. Open. And Against it was unbelievable. Tomla Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, my tear might have been shed, tear too, but it was unreal. And that girl, Jessie, Jessie was over at her house. The lady she lost to, true story, Jessie said she used to date Nick Kyrgios, the crazy guy uh, from yeah. Australia. Uh-huh. I know. Right? Spicy. Way. If you don't know who Nick Kyrgios is, he's a, he's a tennis player, but not many tennis players like, like him because he's very flashy the way he does. Like He tries to do stuff on purpose, like hit it between his legs and stuff. But he's also like very cocky and not really... And complains. Yeah, the complains and, and is not time. afraid to like swear on national television. Yeah, like spicy. He doesn't have uh, the same manners as other tennis players have. But since Dad brought up uh, Serena Williams, um, I looked up her career stats. So she's won 73 single titles, um, two Grand Slam uh, mixed double titles, four gold medals, was world number one for 319 weeks, and has won 858 match wins. On top of that, she's won 23 Grand Slams of a total of 33. She's she's only lost 10 Grand Slams. Um, But... Serena Williams is not even the GOAT for women's tennis. I think she's the GOAT of all women's sports, and I'm pretty sure everyone that lives in America agrees with, with me. Oh, get real. Serena is... I Might know. be close to the GOAT in all sports, honestly. And men or women. Men or women. It's, men, men too. It's definitely a debate. But Serena, thank you for yeah. letting us enjoy tennis. It was really awesome to watch you. We really enjoyed watching you. Oh, yeah. And her hair was kind of crazy. She, <laughs> she was kind of crazy. Every time she plays, she leaves it on that tennis floor. And, and her outfits, sometimes they're a little spicy, but way, like, flashy. She was wearing these sparkles in the U.S. Open. Sparkles in her hair. Sparkles all over her um, her top, her bottom. Even her um, uh, her panties. And her um, shoes. Sparkles everywhere. Chrissy said, I'm not kidding, She th- Nike shoes, she heard they were diamonds. Diamond. In yeah. her shoes. She definitely went all out for one of her last matches. Clearly wanted to be sparkly, like my dad said, in every area that she's yeah. wearing. But... Yeah. Honestly, not many tennis players can do it, but she can. Like she can. I think I saw an interview where someone was like, Serena, how did like how is your career? She's like, well, I'm just Serena, and she can say that because yeah, she is just Serena, and no one 
Well, I'm not going to push it that far, but I don't think anyone's going to be able to do what she ever did. Oh, and my gosh. Really, it is uh, thanks to Venus, like she said, Venus pushed her. And honestly, Venus is older, right? Venus correct? is older. Venus is older, and Serena got the better end of it, honestly, because she looked up to her sister and was like, I'm going to be better than her. Venus paved the way, paved the way for, for Serena. Serena. Like, without Venus... There's no There's Serena. There's no Serena. Because Venus kind of, like, built the road and Serena followed. And Serena, obviously, is yeah. everyone knows. Yeah. But Venus, hats off to Venus. It's true. Because Serena gets all the attention and Venus doesn't really get much of it. But she's a pretty good sport about it. Yeah. Because that would be hard for your sister to be way better than you. And, and she's really not even that close. No. And... The older one's not as good. Yeah, and the younger one is the one that's better. Yeah. All right. Moving on from tennis. So, I've been preparing so much about this Donovan Mitchell trade, but I totally forgot. I haven't even talked about the Patrick Beverly trade with the Los Angeles Lakers. So, the Jazz traded Patrick Beverly. Um, we got him in the Timberwolves trade with Rudy Gobert. So, he hasn't even played in the Jazz uniform. But we trade him to the Los Angeles Lakers. For Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Um, just f- so everyone knows, um, Taylor Horton Tucker, he was drafted in the 2019 NBA draft. He was a round two pick and was picked 46th. Um, his la- last year, he averaged 10 points and shot from the field like 42%. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker is definitely a person that demands the ball but has a lot of potential. He could be a really good player. He's really young still, so it's hard to know. Um, I believe he's 21 years old. That's Stanley Johnson. Sorry, I'm looking. Yeah, he's 21 years old. So he's still really young and has a lot uh room to prove. And like I said, he demands the ball. So he kind of, it's going to be interesting to see if the Jazz let him demand the ball. And if so, then you never know. Clarkson could be on his way out, which is kind of sad, but we'll see. But Taylor Horton Tucker is just a really good scorer. Um, He was drafted to be, he was was a good defender in college, but hasn't um, been as great of a defender in the NBA. What are your thoughts about Taylor Horton Tucker? So they 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 traded Beverly for Taylor Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Yeah, I was going to talk about Stanley after. Okay, so Tucker, um, I remember how many years has he been in the NBA? So three. This is gonna so be he got drafted two thousand nineteen twenty nineteen, and we're going into twenty twenty three to twenty twenty three. So he's gonna he's played probably three years. And then when he came out, he was like the still of the draft. He was he was in the second round. Well, the, the Lakers were just like, oh my gosh, this guy is amazing, and and he just lit it up like he was getting playing time, and and they were so high on him. Well, do you remember how he got his playing time? So in the bubble, they were playing. I think it was the finals. And they put this guy in, and we're like, who the freak is this guy? And they put him on Jimmy Butler, because he, he was first there to play defense, and they liked him so much on defense that they played him more the next year, and the next year he showed that he's an offensive weapon. So, so he was getting all this publicity, and um, he's super young, like Charlie said. And then, a lot of potential. I think this past year, he had a bad year, and he didn't. He his stats were way down. His percentage was were way down, but that's because like Charlie's saying, he wanted the ball, and he kind of plays. If it makes sense, he kind of plays like LeBron, like he's not as good as LeBron, like not even by a sliver, but. He wants the ball. He wants to dribble. He wants to shoot. He wants to create. But LeBron does that. Well, part of me thinks he's... I don't know if I would say similar to LeBron. I think LeBron makes it difficult for him because LeBron demands the ball. But 
Taylor Norton Tucker, I kind of see, like, really just more like a Jordan Clarkson type of player. And where he's just like a scorer and can score at will. But I do think he has a potential to be a really good defender and can uh, he has potential to learn how to facilitate like a point guard. Really, the it's out in the open to Taylor Norton Tucker could literally be a really good pickup for us. You we have never you just never know, but he could honestly his ceiling his highest ceiling and we we don't know this is a possibility but you never know his his ceiling could be an all star for all that you know like he has the potential I think if he really improves in everything to be that good and um, Beverly's thirty four yeah. And Beverly's okay. Beverly is a great defender, but what the Jazz are trying to do is just get young, so it just doesn't fit. Beverly just doesn't was not going to fit, and we all knew it. We all let's be honest. We all knew Beverly was not going to play in a Jazz uniform. And this guy's twenty one. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to Stanley Johnson. So Stanley Johnson um, was an incredible player in college. He played at Arizona. Uh, he. Got drafted in the NBA uh, draft of 2015. All right, get it ready, everyone. He was the eighth pick in the draft. So people were literally thinking Stanley Johnson was going to be the next Kawhi Leonard. And clearly he has not um, led up to that expectation. And he got drafted by the Pistons. And then I believe he played for the Raptors. But then he came back on a 10-day contract with the Lakers. And people totally forgot about him. But he didn't have like like he he's not a scorer, so he only averaged like six points, um, shot forty six percent. But I'm telling you guys right now, I don't. If you're a Jazz fan, like me, you watch all the Jazz games. We played the Lakers last year. Stanley Johnson shut down every person that he played on the Jazz, and not only that, like if you look at his highlights, he is a great defender. He's a great fighter and. Honestly, it's up in the air. Like, I know Royce O'Neal gets more playing time. I'm not even sure. Stanley Johnson could be a better defender, for all I know. He's a bigger body. He's yeah. definitely stronger. It's hard to know, but I'm not kidding you guys right now. Stanley Johnson smoked Bogey and Donovan when we played. He just destroyed him on defense. Uh, so I'm not 100% on Stanley Johnson. Like, he didn't make it... With Detroit, right? I think they basically cut him. And then... No, uh, uh, yeah, maybe. I'm not yeah, really sure the yeah. exact facts And And so L.A. picked him up, and he he did great for him this past year. Yeah. But why did they throw him in this trade? Well, clearly they think Beverly is very... I think they think Beverly's kind of a similar player, but with more experience. Yeah, so I just don't understand why the Lakers threw him in this trade. Well, just so everyone knows, Stanley Johnson is twenty six too. If they thought, if they thought, um, it was, I don't know. I don't really get that for sure. I, we'll you see about Stanley jo- Johnson. Well, they clearly wanted the Tucker guy. Who? The Jazz. Yeah, they want Tucker, but why not get a really good defender in the process? I don't. I, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Of all the guys we got, the Stanley Johnson to me might have just been a throw-in. He could be a throw-in, but I'm telling you right now, if the Jazz are in a playoff game and they need someone to lock someone down, You're why, would you, why would you not? Well, who else are you gonna put in? See, I I gotta be honest. I'm not sure he's gonna get a lot of playing time. Well, I'm not saying he's going to get a lot of playing time, but if you need someone to defend and a person, like in a game-time situation, you can put him in. And I actually disagree with you. I think he's going to get more playing time than people think because I don't know if you know this. He played center sometimes at the Lakers. So if we go small ball, he can play. I'm not kidding. He did. Like he's – hey. He's, he's strong enough to – He's not really like a center type of player, but he is strong enough. If we need to, he can play center. He's 6'7". So he might play against Rudy Gobert when we play Minnesota? Well, I love Rudy Gobert, but I saw Dennis Shorter was guarding him. Oh, snap. snap. I'm not kidding. And he, Jordan, Dennis Shorter owned him. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to be that guy, but 
They okay. did play each other, and Dennis Shorter stopped him. All right. Wow. I'm not kidding. All right. Wow. I love Rudy Gobert, but let's be honest. Luca was on Rudy Gobert in the playoffs, and he couldn't do anything. Stanley well, Johnson. offense, right? Rudy couldn't do anything on offense. That's what I meant, on offense. Oh. He's an amazing defensive player, and everyone knows that. But. All right. You can't act like that. You know that Rudy Gobert is not like he. His field goal percentage is amazing, but how many times have you seen a really small player guarding him and he does some weird layup? Where he airballs the layup. Yeah, like I love Rudy Gobert, but I'm not gonna miss that. <laughs> I'm be honest. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. And I, you, I am gonna tell you right now, it's Stanley Johnson. Makes a great defensive play. You're going to be very happy. And he's oh, a, a yeah. very good hustler. Sure. He's a hustler. Right. He's right. a hustler, hustler. All right. So I think it's a good pickup. All right. And we'll see. But, all right, moving on from the Lakers trade. Um, clearly, if you're a Jazz fan or just live in Utah, you know this by now. Um, our, well, Yeah, like our star player um, got traded this week. Spida Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan's been here for five years. Every year he's been with us. We made it to the playoffs. Um, really, I think the biggest um, career moment he had is when we beat the Oklahoma City Thunder in the playoff series. I wasn't here when that happened. I was on my mission. But I've seen the highlights. It was awesome. I've seen the highlights. The thing that was cool. It was, was maybe one of the coolest playoff series of the Jazz ever. I think the reason it was so cool though is we traded Hayward the year before and everyone was expecting the Jazz to not be good. But somehow the Jazz still made the playoffs and Donovan became a star. At least here in in Utah. Alright, but what did the Jazz get in return? Alright, so the Jazz trade Donovan Mitchell to the new nope Cleveland Cavaliers New York Knicks. We'll talk about you in a sec. You totally blew it. Did they not? That's unreal. It's crazy. I promise everyone. I have all the information for you, and I'm excited to tell you. But he is not going to New York. All this talk about Grimes coming to New York is not. Happening is not happening. Isn't that crazy, Dad? Oh, my word. And that's why New York is New York next. All right. I, I, we will talk about it. I need to move on, though, before this. All right. So, yes, a Cavalier, Donovan Mitchell. The Jazz get in return. Colin Sexton, Larry Markinen. Oshai Agabachi, five picks, a 2025 first-round pick unprotected, 2026 pick swap, 2027 first-round pick unprotected, 2028 pick swap, 2029 first-round pick unprotected. Before we say stuff, I had, I'm sure people don't know. I really didn't even know, so I looked it up. What does it mean to have an unprotected pick? Protected picks... Protected means if it is a ten top 10 protected, the team would retain that pick if it is a pick 1 through 10. If they end up with a pick outside the top 10, they would give up that team to the team... Ah, sorry. If they end up with a pick outside of the top 10, they would give that up to the team they traded it to. Unprotected means the team has to give up it up no matter what pick they end up with. Does that make sense to you? So... Um- Protected pick let's, is when um, you get to keep the pick no matter what. So in the case with the Jazz in Cleveland, a protected pick, let's say you, Cleveland's horrible, they protect their pick, say, one through eight. That means if they get any pick one through eight, they get to keep it. Unprotected means the Jazz get it no matter what. So if Cleveland's the worst and they get the first pick, the Jazz get that pick. Mm, Because it's unprotected. Because it's unprotected. Yeah, exactly. (coughs) 
Um, another thing that people might understand is pick swap. Um, basically, the receiving team has the option to switch picks with the team that offered it. So if the Jazz have a better year than Cleveland, they have the opportunity to switch for the better pick, basically. It's a pretty simple. And I got to be honest, Charlie, let's look at this for a second. So I understand Cleveland was great when they had LeBron. Chances are Cleveland, what's their history of basketball? It's not great. Chances are we're going to probably get those two picks what that we swap and get better picks from Cleveland. It's possible, but the Cavaliers are going to be pretty good next year. Well, yeah, yeah. But you sure. never know if an injury happens or so. All right, um, so let's talk about a little bit about Colin Sexton. So Colin Sexton, um, he's, it was a signing trade deal for us. So he signed a four-year, $72 million deal with the Jazz. So he's here to stay. Um, Sexton, in his uh, best year, was his third year. He averaged 24 points and, like, four assists um, and, like, one steal. Shot 47.5% from the field. Just so everyone has an idea, Donovan Mitchell's third year averaged 24 points. So basically the same as Colin Sexton. The only thing with Sexton is he got um, injured and only played 11 games last year. But he under So he, he underwent surgery in November for a torn meniscus. But um, according to Shams, um, which is like a big uh, person that always has like information about basketball, He's uh, made a full recovery and is cleared for basketball um, upcoming here. Hey, Chart, were they drafted the same year? Do you know? Who? Sexton and Donovan? I don't think so. Sexton was drafted in 2018, was pick eighth. Um, Donovan. Because that would be really interesting. If they were drafted the same year... That would be really interesting to compare um, those two. And Donovan I, was drafted a year before. Oh, so Donovan's but been Sexton was drafted higher. He was a first round pick eight out of Alabama, and Mitchell was round one pick thirteen. So Mitchell was drafted two one year earlier. I see. Yeah. Um, but going back to Sexton, uh, like I said, he uh, got hurt. But now is okay because he had the surgery on his torn meniscus. Uh, he is kind of smaller. He's six one. How tall is Donovan? Just to give everyone an idea. Donovan six one. So about the same height. Um, Sexton's also a very flashy player. So we'll get some of the flashback with Sexton. Um, Sexton is younger. Clearly, he's twenty three years old. And, yeah, there's a lot to like from him, for sure. The Jazz, though, are expecting uh, Sexton to be the point guard of the rebuild, according to Tony Jones. Um, they know he's a great scorer, but they're expecting him to be a great facilitator. Um, and Tony Jones also mentioned, like I said, Sexton will probably be the fan favorite of the Jazz, at least for upcoming years. So, I don't know if you have anything else on Sexton. Another thing that's cool about Sexton is I remember watching a game, and I don't know what happened, but somehow, like, Alabama's, like, whole team got, like, ejected. Besides, like, Sexton and, like, a couple players against, like, a whole team. I don't remember what team it was. They almost won that game. They were literally playing three on five. It was, like, three on five, and Sexton was the best player on the floor, and he, he almost won the game for them. It was crazy. But I don't know if you have anything more on Sexton. Like so Sexton um, was definitely up and coming for sure. And was really, really good. Had the injury. Um, I don't know if he had a falling out with Cleveland or if Garland just Garland took over his I time. I think Garland took over. And Garland's honestly probably better. But it's hard to know because Sexton got injured. Sexton, before he got injured... Almost had a year where he was an all-star. Like, yeah. He was super close. Yeah. And, but Garland took over, and I think Garland was a better point guard. And Gar- that's what Garland Sext- was an all-star last uh-huh. year. But that's what Sexton needs to work on is facilitating more, oh, yeah, more yeah. than scoring. So, yeah, you know, I mean, 
That's a pretty good get for the Jazz if he can come back pre-injury. I don't know. I don't know. Shams is saying he's can play, but be interesting to see um, after injury. Yeah, hard to know for sure. But like I said, um, look forward to Sexton. Uh, he is a flashy player. He's very athletic. More of a driver than a shooter, but not a bad shooter as well. All right, moving on to the other players in the trades. We have Larry Markkinen. Um, basically, I think this is true. I'm almost positive. He's the best player from Finland because every time I look at my Instagram, he's, like, scoring the most on Finland, and he's, like, the star players. And he's there's a tournament going on in Europe right now, and he's Finland's best player. Sorry, but let's be for old just for a second. When you think of Finland, do you think of their basketball prowess? You do not, but even if you're the best player from a country, it's pretty sick. All right. I'm just just trying to give it to him. All right. Although I do think Finland has gave a run with some teams that are pretty good. All right. Like France, for example. Oh, spicy. But um, Larry Markkinen, so a lot of these people we got are, were very high draft picks. And uh, so, but like not this year, like in the past. Um, but he was drafted in 2017, was pick seventh in the draft. Um, his years, he started with Chicago and got traded to Cleveland. At Cleveland, he averaged 15 points, um, shot from the field, 44 points. 44%. He is 7 feet and can shoot the 3. So that's a pretty good asset to have. A 7 foot uh, a player that can shoot from the 3. And at Cleveland for some reason they're playing at small forward. I don't think the Jazz are going to do that. If the Jazz play him it'll be more of a power forward position, but it'd be interesting because I think Vanderbilt's going to start at power forward if he stays on our team. So I don't know if Markinen will come off the bench or they'll play him at power forward. It'll be interesting. That's small forward. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. But Tony Jones, uh, a guy that I always bring up, he covers the jazz, told and said in the podcast that Markinen is a, a starter. But I don't know if he like to start in the NBA. So be interesting to see what happens with the Jazz there, but he's a good asset I think to have. We don't. It's not like the Jazz in the past haven't had really great um, big shooters and Markinens seven feet can shoot from the three, so I'll take it. So I heard on a podcast that, and this was after the trade, and it was a national podcast. I can't remember who was doing it that he's been kind of a disappointment. Well, he got picked seventh, and clearly, uh, like the players we mentioned, like Stanley Johnson, haven't lived to their height. But but then Charlie showed me a bunch of highlights, and he he can, he lets it fly, and he is, I mean, obviously highlights are going to show positive good things, but he's a shooter. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, maybe there is a place for him. On the team. And like I said, he just people. A lot of these people were getting destroyed the Jazz last year, and Markin and destroyed the Jazz. <laughs> he had like six three pointers in that game. Yeah. So. Yeah, and he's young, right? Isn't he young? Yeah, he was drafted twenty seventeen. Let me see his age. Twenty five. So we have got way younger. Way younger. All right, everyone, get ready. This is the reason this trade happened. And I'm not kidding. All right. So, Tony Jones is talking about... I'm going to talk about the Knicks, actually. Well, not not yet. So, Tony Jones was saying, though, this player had to be in the trade for the Jazz to have the done deal. He is the player that had to be in the trade. If this guy was not in the trade, it would have not been a done deal. The Jazz wanted this player really bad. Before I bring him up, the Jazz were thinking about even trading in the NBA draft for this guy. Like, they wanted him that bad. They thought he was the best player in the draft. His name is Ochai Agabachi. 
I hope I said that right. If I don't, I will work on it. Just so everyone knows, uh, Ochai played at Kansas, led Kansas to a national championship, Big 12 Player of the Year. Kind of interesting fact, Jared Butler, we drafted last year, Big 12 Player of the Year, led to the national championship. So I don't know if there's a trend going next year. We'll see Big 12 Player of the Year in Jazz. We'll see. It might be a trend. But Ochai played at Kansas, so did Azabuki. They know each other. They played on the same team. Interesting to see if there's going to be a friendship there. I'm sure there is. I actually believe they are from the same country, um, Nigeria. I'm going to look it up real quick. Do you have anything you want to say, Dad? Oh, my gosh. This guy is super good. Like, he can yeah, shoot so it. Yeah, so they're both from Nigeria, too. So they have friendship there as well. So he can shoot it. He can drive. He plays defense. He's six five, six six, depending on who you listen to, and he is good, like for real. Like uh-huh. he is really good. So Ochai is yeah, like my dad said, six five or six six. Um, last year he averaged eighteen points, shot forty seven point five percent from the field, and was one of the best players in college basketball. Summer league. Best player on the Cavaliers. He averaged 15 points. Made average three three-pointers a game. That's pretty good for summer league. He averaged three three-pointers a game. The dude can shoot. He's really good. The only thing that I've heard from anyone that is even close to negative, he, he can be a gunner. And um, at Kansas, his stats would be way better, but sometimes he takes some bad shots. And as a sounds pro, like someone else we know. Sounds well, Charlie. I don't want to be that guy, but I at, love Donovan too. But is he not a gunner sometimes? Yeah. As a pro, hopefully he will learn. Sometimes he doesn't need to force it. He's an older pro, so he uh, he was a senior at Kansas. Uh, yeah, he's a senior at Kansas. So he's 22 years of age. So he's got a lot more experience than just regular rookies that are usually... I'm excited for him. But I think that was a good get. And, like, I don't, like, when I heard Cleveland, I was hoping that somehow we could get this guy. And somehow we did. Hey, we watched Kansas play a few times last year. And he is I'm not kidding right now. If you're listening to the podcast, you should look up this guy's highlights. He is good. He's athletic, too. He can throw down. He's good, he, Chuck. Um, in the national championship, he didn't really play great against North Carolina. They still won that game, but he destroyed Villanova. Destroyed Villanova. He's really good, man. He is good. I'm excited. A lot of hope for I hope he's excited. Oshai. I think he is. Why yeah. would he not be? Yeah. He's got a chance to be one of the best players on the Jazz. Right. Okay. So... I'm going to explain to you how this trade even happened. So, everyone was thinking... Hey, Char, and this is spicy. Oh, yeah. It's kind of... This whole episode's kind of spicy, let's be honest. That this trade is spicy. This is... uh, Would this classify as... You know what? What? Spicy meatball? Oh, maybe. What? No, maybe just a little... How many times has this happened with the Jazz and Knicks? This is way spicy meatball. Chuck, no? I don't know, like, if we'd say it. How, what other times has it happened with the Knicks? No, that, like, the, it, got, it got down and dirty. Oh, I'll tell you how dirty it went. Yeah, you so... Gotta, a, you gotta let me tell. I know, so spicy meatball, no? Um, mm, okay. maybe, yeah, kinda. Alright, go for it. Alright, so... The Jazz and the Knicks, everyone knew we're talking, right? And the trade offer the Jazz wanted was uh, R.J. Barrett, Quentin Grimes, three unprotected picks. How long were they working on this? Forever. At least two months? Obi Toppin might have been in that deal, too. But for some reason, the Knicks would not give up Grimes. They think Grimes is going to be one of the Better players on these these than the Knicks here going forward. They are just we're not leading up on Grimes. Well, we want just so everyone too. yeah, just so everyone knows this has come from Tony Jones, and like Woj. So both of them kind of talked about it. 
actually and, and Charlie and Charlie and I listened to it so I'll help you guys understand so they're talking right and the Jazz Knicks are super close to getting a deal done and the Jazz are um, hoping to get a done deal this weekend right so the Jazz offered that that they wanted that offer Grimes it might have been two unprotected picks. I think it was Grimes, two unprotected picks. And no, they, Jazz wanted three. You're right. They wanted three. That's the reason. But I think they... But Tony Jones said they were okay with two unprotected picks oh by the time. So, like, first... But before I move on. So, three unprotected picks, Grimes, and Barrett. And the Knicks said no. And then they offered back Barrett quickly two unprotected picks and the jazz said no because we don't want quickly if you're offering us quickly we need three unprotected picks so then the knicks said <laughs> i might not have this one perfect but rj barrett one unprotected pick and just a draft pick and the jazz were like are you kidding me you're gonna have for don we're gonna give you donovan mitchell and we're gonna get back rj barrett one unprotected pick and just like a regular pick they were not okay with that. So what did the Knicks do? They were like, oh, you know what? We'll just wait because the Jazz don't have anyone that is waiting for them. They were cocky and they were like, they're just going to come back to us. So what happens is RJ Barrett gets signed to a deal. $120 million, I believe. And the Cleveland Cavaliers GM, Colby Altman, is like, whoa. In fact, Woj said he was watching tennis match in uh, U.S. Open, possibly Serena. And he sees his phone. He sees RJ Barrett gets signed. And he's like, oh, my. Like, the Knicks might be out. So what happens under the Knicks table is Colby Altman is starting to make an agreement with the Jazz. And w once Ochai, Agabad Ag Ochai Agabaji was in the deal, the Jazz said yes so basically tony jones said if the jazz ended up doing that trade with the knicks the knicks would have looked better the jazz would have been they would have looked good at all everyone would have thought the knicks won the trade so clearly this is what the Cavs trade was better but everyone is so like what the heck you're you're not going to give up three unprotected picks for donovan and Basically, I was listening to a podcast, and basically someone was like, if you're Quentin Grimes, like, there's a lot of pressure on you right now because they chose you over Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> kind of. Like, they wouldn't give up three unprotected picks for Donovan and Cleveland would. So. And that's what the Jazz wanted. They wanted unprotected picks. Three of them. That, that's all they wanted. If Cleveland would have given them three unprotected picks and any player, that would have been fine. That's all they wanted was three unprotected picks. But New York couldn't do it. So, Charlie, when, for real, for real, in your lifetime, has New York been really good in basketball? Carmelo. Okay, so they were like a six or seven or eight seed? No, one year they were uh, at least a two seed with Carmelo. Okay. And J.R. Smith. And you're how old? I'm 23. So in twenty three years they but were I'm gonna one year. I'm gonna tell you how many times I've heard the Knicks are in trade scenarios or free agent scenario. No, mostly trade scenarios. LeBron, Kevin Durant, Donovan. Like some dude was making a joke, like, oh, they're not gonna wait on Donovan, they're gonna get Devin Booker, ha ha ha. But everyone knows it's not gonna happen because you Knicks can't do it. So they were good one, one out of 23 years of your life. They're not good. and That's because they never can pull I'm, the trigger. The, the Knicks, okay, if the Knicks get Donovan Mitchell, they are a playoff team. Yeah. Right now, I'm not even sure they make the playoffs. No way. Jalen Brunson's a good pickup. No, they're not going to make the but playoffs. But R.J. Barrett, I'm sorry. I don't know why the Jazz even wanted him. Like he's, At first, I thought he was like good, and I looked into him. He could he could does have high potential, but really I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he deserves that money. I'll be honest. I think the Jazz, the the, the they signed him and the Jazz are like we're not gonna trade for that. We don't want that much money on our hands. I just think it got real spicy and the management of the Jazz and the management of the New York Knicks. Let's just say I don't think they're going to have dinner anytime soon. 
No. They're not going to go out for caramel cashew ice cream. You ready for something interesting about the Cleveland trade? Guess who was doing most of the talking? Who? Zanuck. I heard Justin Zanuck was. Zanuck was doing the talking, and then he just asked Ainge if it was okay, basically. And Ainge was like, yeah. (laughs) But I know everyone gives Ainge credit, but Zanuck did a lot of work in this trade, just so everyone knows. Ainge should get credit, but Zanuck's also doing his job. Hey, do you like caramel cashew ice cream? I do, why? It's so good. Why are we talking about that? Because I don't think the Knicks and the Jazz are going to go out for caramel cashew ice cream. No, they're not. The And hilarious because everyone thought Jazz were going to be traded to the Knicks and that's the game on TNT. I mean Donovan. Donovan's going to be traded to the Knicks and the, that's the game on TNT. And uh, We got one game on TNT. And everyone's going to be like, like... Duh, this is dumb. Uh, there's no... What's going on? Okay, but Charlie, next year, I we, we've talked about all these trades. Next year, the Jazz are going to be bad. Well, that's the point. Though. They're going to be we so haven't got there yet. bad. I love Donovan Mitchell. I love Donovan Great Mitchell. Great player. I love him. He could lead us to the second round. Let's be Aww. honest. Could not lead us further. It's Danny, a sad day that we Danny Ainge, them. Ryan Smith, they, they saw this. The Millers were okay being present. They were okay being really good and and being in the playoffs. playoffs. Ainge, Ryan Smith, Dwayne Wade, Zanuck, they know they want to bring a championship to the Jazz. Championship or bust? Championship or bust, basically. The only way Let's they bring it. the only way they could have done that is what they're doing right now. Total rebuild. Good jazz. There are some really good young players out there. There's Victor Wimbayana. Hopefully I said that right. France. France man. Um a guy named Scooter. I think his name's Scooter Reynolds. Let's go Scooter. Um I could be wrong on that, but Basically, everyone's trying to get that Victor guy. And if even if the Jazz don't, the this draft is going to be crazy. And up later down the years, I don't know if you know this, Carlos Boozer has two sons. They're incredible. The one was 15-year-old, and they were playing in the Miami Pro League, and he was scoring on Donovan. Remember when Boozer was playing for the Jazz, and they would announce his name, and everyone was would yell, Booze. And so and, and so people thought they were booing. Well, them, same with Rudy. But they were they were yelling booze. With Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. yeah. But like yes, it's hard. The jazz won't be great. But we Sorry. are gonna be developing some talent. We're gonna be really bad. We are gonna be really bad, but we will get it's going to be fun. Like, I know it's going to suck, but it's going to be fun to see, get some draft guys, picks. And, new guys. And I forgot to even mention this. Yeah, we got like five um, draft picks in that Cleveland trade. I count it as six. Ochai is a draft pick. Oh, yeah. He hasn't played in the NBA. And I think Ochai has a potential to be like Desmond Bain. Oh, yeah. That's my hope. And if we have a Desmond Bain and a first-round pick, like a... The first pick, that's developing. Danny Ainge did this at Boston. They they are finally, it took him about like 10 years, but everyone knows right now Boston is one of the scariest teams in the NBA. That's the future for the Jazz. Everyone, I know you're a little scared, and it, it couldn't work out. It could not work out, but have hope. Have hope. This is very possible of working out. Hey, is that Desmond Bain guy? Is he from uh, Batman? Ha, nice. Huh? Bane is. Oh, not the same guy? No, maybe oh. maybe they're brothers. Oh. All right, um, I don't know if you have anything else to talk about the Jazz. Well, definitely, uh, we have to be patient for a, it's probably going to be two, three years. Be patient, but also enjoy the new players we got. En- enjoy There's, the journey? Enjoy, I feel like, literally, how many players, let's name how many players are still on the Jazz that we have. And they're probably not even going to be there. I might have to do another podcast soon. Conley, Bogey, Clarkson. Clarkson. Whiteside, come on. Whiteside's a free agent. Azabuki. Azabuki is going to be on our team. So basically Conley, Bogey, and Clarkson. And Azabuki. And, the, and, the, and those three might be traded. Who? Oh, yeah. 
they might for sure we might get more draft picks. The Jazz are gonna have a new look, new coach, new court, new players. Yes, it's gonna suck, but we will have a total new view of what's going on. Like we'll be watching, be like, whoa, cool. This guy's kind of cool, you know. Like enjoy it. It's gonna be not a great season, but enjoy the new players. Amen. That's what I'm trying to say. Amen. Anything else you have on the Jazz? All right. I promise. I'm guessing I'm not. I'm not done with the Jazz. This done yet with this off season. I'm pretty sure more trades will happen. I will do that when it happens, and I will talk a lot about the Jazz because I'm a huge Jazz fan. But we are moving on to college football. So college football. I'm just going to talk about the three Utah. Well, three Utah teams that everyone knows about. Utah State. So Utah State. They played their first game last week. Played UConn. Kind of struggled, but they ended up winning. Um, then they played Bama. What was the score of that game? 55-0. to zero. Ouch. And I... Like, we know BYU and Utah have played Utah State. And usually they're like... They're close games. Like, maybe two touchdowns. That just shows how good Bama is. Oh, always. Always. Like, they were acting like Bama was some... I mean, they're acting like Utah State was some little kids just playing them. Like, that's how bad it was. 55-0. to zero. Ouch. Utah State, though, I think you guys still have a good year. So don't don't give up. Let's see. Uh, Alabama's beating other teams worse than that. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Utah State, you guys play Weber State this week. So you guys should win that game. So good luck on y'all. And then BYU, I'll talk BYU last. Utah played Florida. Really, really, really fun game. Really fun game to watch. Um, sadly, Utah lost. Um, Florida's quarterback was just the best player on the field and ended up on that. Rising ended up having a great game, just bad interception. But I think as Utah fans, you guys still got to be pretty confident. I don't think you're going to make the playoffs. I'm sorry. But I do think you guys should be confident going towards in the Pac-12. I only think the only I think the only team that can compete with you guys in the Pac-12 is USC. They could still go to the playoffs if they win the rest of their games. I don't think so. No. Do you know why? Why? And it's just the sad part. is If Bama or Georgia loses one game, they're still going to go. Oh. Even two, maybe. It's too bad. It's, it's very possible, but if Utah does make it, they're going to have to win by like 30 points, though, every Utah game. Utah had so many chances to score more points in that game. That's too bad. It was a very good game, very hard place to play, but I think even as Utah fans, you guys should be proud. I think it's hard to hard to lose for sure, but you it was a good fight, and as BYU fans, we even enjoyed it, so... Good on, good on Utah for going into Florida and giving it a fight. Yeah. Because no one can go into SEC and give a fight like that. And you guys did, Utah did a good job, so. Probably should have won. Honestly, most, yeah, they honestly should have won. They got stopped on that goal line and then the interception. Um, but, like I said, like, don't give up, Utah fans. Hang in there. You guys, who is Utah playing? I have all these schedules in a second. Utah's playing Southern Utah, so easy game to come back. You guys can win by, like, 60. (laughs) All right, BYU fans, we destroyed South Florida, 150-28. Not really... 50-21. No, I think it was 28. No. Oh, 50-21. Hard to know. Like, BYU looks good, but hard to know because South Florida was so bad. But BYU plays Baylor. Woo! Number 10 team at home. Should be college game day. But freaking college game day is going to Texas and for Bama. Um, but, yeah. Look forward to that game. BYU versus Baylor. going to be a great game. And if BYU wins that game, we never know, man. We have we have a really hard schedule. BYU remain. It, like, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if BYU somehow does go undefeated, 
they have a chance of making the playoffs still because of how hard their schedule is. We have Baylor, Notre Dame, Oregon, Arkansas. And Arkansas just beat Cincinnati. Yeah, not even close to, really. So, I was talking to my um, brother-in-law, and I was like, he watched the game. I don't have ESPNU, so I couldn't watch the game. BYU game. The BYU game. And he was saying South Florida was horrible. They were really bad. Like, I guess in the last two years, the last two seasons. Only like two games. Three games total in two years. Yeah. So that, I mean, we won 50 to 21, BYU did. But slow the roll. We have to wait till this week and Baylor. And Baylor smoked BYU last year. It was in Baylor, though. What do you mean? The game was in Baylor. Oh, the game was in Baylor, but they killed BYU. Because, like, in Utah's case, if Utah plays Florida in Utah, Utah's going to win. I don't even think it's... I don't even think that's a question. Yeah. The only reason Utah lost is that was at Florida. So, this this Baylor game will be a real barometer of the year, I think, that BYU is going to have. I think it's going to be a close game. I, have, I hope so. I think uh, the game will come down to Jaron Hall, if he can perform. Jaron Hall's the best player on BYU as a quarterback. And if he can perform, then I think we'll win. And I think our defense is healthy enough that it'll, it's going to be a great game. Great hey, game. Hey, I have a question for you. So the Utah mascot is that red bird, right? Swoop. Swoop. Who would win a match, Swoop or Cosmo? Well, it's okay. We're BYU fans, but Cosmo would win. You know, I don't know why you're bringing that up. But doesn't it feel like Cosmo would win? Well, I think even Utah fans would probably say Cosmo. Cosmo would win. just does crazy, crazy stunts. What does Swoop do? I don't know if I've seen Swoop do any stunts, but I know Cosmo does crazy stunts. Hmm. Cosmo might beat the Jazz Bear. It's close. <laughs> They're both good, but it's close. Yeah. Cosmo Lowkey might be one of the best mascots <laughs> in the nation. Right? He really might. I'm not kidding. That is hilarious, Charlie. Not many mascots go viral. He do. He does. I wonder who's the best mascot. I would put Cosmo against anyone. I'm not kidding. Oh, he goes up there for sure. And then in NBA, I think Jazzbear is like one of the best. And then there's like that gorilla for Phoenix. The gorilla's he's pretty, he's pretty good. good. But I think in college football, Cosmo's for sure up there, and in any sport. Feels like it. Cosmo, yeah, he's a beast. And who knows who's under there? But it works. They're good at it. Every year they have someone able to do stunts like he does. It's crazy. I don't know if you've seen it, but they threw Cosmo, it was a couple years ago, from the three-point line, and he dunked it. Like, four guys threw him. Like, he, just the, picked him up and chucked no, him? No, but, like, they, like, like kind of, like, cheerleader-like position, like, you know, like, how they throw him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. threw him from the three-point line, and he dunked it. Dang. That's freaking crazy. Yeah. All right, moving on to co- from college. Um, a little quick on this. So, we kind of... Mix sports and spice, but this is supposed to be the spice section. Um, not really spice, but spice is all stuff. Uh, Rings of Power has came out. That's the Lord of the Rings TV show. I think so far it's pretty good. I've seen the first two episodes. Um, I believe it's on Amazon Prime. Um, they put like billions of dollars in this show, so... Everyone should uh, see it. It's very, very uh, beautiful to the eye. Um, a lot of uh, story developing in the first epi- two episodes. But if you're looking for good entertainment, I would watch the show. I'm sure it's going to be really good. Called Rings of Power. It's just like a Lord of the Rings um, show. So pretty cool. Um, NFL starts this week on Thursday. The Bills go in... To play the Super Bowl champs, the Los Angeles Rams. Go Tom Brady. Okay. So, actually, I'm going to predict the Super Bowl right now. And you can predict your Super Bowl. 
Bills, Buccaneers, Bills. Oh! Charlie! Sorry. You pained me. I My dad's a big Tom Brady fan. Oh. But I do think the Buffalo Bills, it's going to be close in the AFC, but I think the Buffalo Bills, they deserve to be in the Super Bowl. They should have been in the last year. But they changed the overtime rules just for that reason. Um, but, yeah, I think the Bills. And then I think, I was thinking of NFC teams, and I was like, I don't think the Packers are going to be as great without Devontae Adams. The NFC's not that strong. I think the Buccaneers will make it in the NFC, honestly. And the, think, the AFC's way stronger. It's not even close. Do you think um, Tom Brady is a Jedi? I don't want to talk about Tom Brady. I think he might be a Jedi. Okay. For real. Okay, who, who, what are you predicting as the Super Bowl? I'm predicting Tom Brady. Okay, but you have to have the other team. I'm predicting Tom Brady. Whether he's on the Buccaneers or not, I'm just predicting Tom Brady, Jedi Master, and I will take over the Rams in repeat other way this year, though. Too bad that can't be possible in the Super Bowl. That's oh, a, yeah. That's the NFC Championship. Dang, Charlie, that was awkward. Yeah, very awkward. How about Tom Brady over... I am going to have to say... Yeah, I would probably have to say over... You ready? Dark Horse. Chargers. Chargers are going to be good. I don't know if they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but we'll see. And it might get a touch complicated because of Kyle Van Noy, but the Jedi Master Tom Brady will come through. All right. I predict Bills, Buccaneers, but Bills, he predicts Buccaneers, Chargers, Buccaneers. But I get, everyone, get excited, everyone. NFL's coming, man. Uh, fantasy football gets you everyone ready, man. Fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Fantasy football. Every team's ready by Thursday. All right, um, so let's see here. The spiciest thing of like this website this year, 1959, the world becomes obsessed with the telephone booth challenge. Young people in the 1950s had some interesting ways of keeping themselves entertained, including stuffing people into phone booths. In the spring of 1959, a group of 25 male students in Durban, South Africa, all crammed into a phone booth in the hopes of landing in the Guinness Book of World Records. The fad made its way to the United States, but died out by the end of the year. That's weird. Kind of cool. They stuck 25 people in a phone booth. I would get claustrophobia. Like, yeah, but to be in the Guinness Book of World Records, I might do anything. For all? Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Told me to jump off a mountain with a parachute. You would do it? I'd do it. No. Charlie, I wouldn't do that. I don't like That's scary. I might need someone there with me. That's spicy. I I, I could stick 26 people in a phone booth. Let's go. Who wants to be the 26 people with me? We'll do 26 people in the phone booth. You want to Are there phone booths anymore? Oh, that's true. We'd have to go maybe to like England. You're going to plan a trip to England to get the Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah, 26, 26 people. people. Dang. You have Dang. to pay for your own ticket, though. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Good. good call. Well, what else could we do here in Utah to stick people in? What's... A sauna? <laughs> Might get a little hot in that sauna, though. You're already sweating <laughs> as it is. <laughs> All right. Oh, that might be a little. Well, that might be a little spicy. Twenty six people in the sauna. All right. Yep. All right. Dad, what's the spiciest thing that's happened to you recently? All right. So I was thinking about this, and I'm not kidding. So Chrissy and I, about four months ago, we moved into this townhouse, mm-hmm. and it's been great. We love our townhouse. Okay. Wonderful neighbors, everything. Love the townhouse. We have one problem. Do you want to know what the problem is? What? 
we have a tree that looks like it's dying. Where? In the front. Have you seen this tree? I want you to look out the window and look at our tree. That one right there? Yeah. Every other tree and and oh, and when yeah, you're, you're in right. All the other trees are green. Yeah. When you're in a townhouse, you don't have to worry about the yard or the bushes or whatever. They all take care of it. Not the tree. Well, they do. And so we got like a dead tree. And every other tree on every other townhouse <laughs> is so, nice and green. It is. That's funny. And so Chrissy, Chrissy to the workers, they come every th Thursday to do work. And, and it's bugging Chrissy like crazy. Just nuts. Like, we got a dead tree. So she said something on Thursday, this past Thursday, and the guy was like, no, you have a different tree. It's just changing. Mm. We're like, mm, we have the only tree out of all of the townhouses, and there's a lot, right? Maybe a hundred. We have the one dead tree. And they're trying to act like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's spicy. That is spicy. Our tree, what's the deal with our tree? I don't know, that it's definitely not green, it's like orange. You just saw it, right? Yeah. It's not it's not right. Nope, it is not. That's my spicy. Alright, um, let me see. Spiciest thing that's happened to me recently. I'll just say one that happened to me a couple weeks ago. Um, so before I moved down to Provo to go to UVU, I was living here. At the townhouse. Living at the townhouse with my dad and my mom. And there's um, these parking spots that are just for like people that are like living here. Anyone can use them. But one day I was going to work and in the morning I there was this old lady that lives on the corner by the parking spots so this is like what six forty-five in the morning yeah really early and she was out there in like her pajamas just waiting for me and i was like what and i said hello and she was like uh you know you can't park here and i was like what she's like this is for visitors and i was like um well technically i'm a visitor Every, anyone can park here i've been told it doesn't say that this is your parking spot she's like well you you can't park here all the time because I need this parking spot. And I'm like, no, like, the, every, no one has their designated parking spots here. Hey, that's the garage. And she just kept uh, getting mad. And then I was like, sorry, lady, I kind of just got to go to work. Um, can, you can tell my mom and my dad. But, yeah, a little spicy. She just kind of like came up to me and I was like, she was just waiting for the moment to come up to me in the morning and tell me that I can't park there. <laughs> and it's not her parking spot. No, I, it's I, not. After this happened to Charlie, I was I went and talked to her. I'm like, hey, it's kind of first come first serve to these other parking spots. We all have our own, you know, like um, um, garage that we can use, and you park two cars in there. And there's some parking on the streets, but it's for everyone. Yeah. Exactly. So, did you park there today? No. So she scared you a little bit. Not scared me, but I just parked in the driveway because I had stuff that I needed. Yeah, doing. all right. So I just keep telling Charlie he can still park there if he wants, but... And I have. I have since she's uh said that to me. Yeah, I don't know. That was spicy. I gotta be honest. Do you have anything else spicy that you want to say? Um. No, I, I, you know, just that you're the man. Charlie's starting school again at UVU. So go, Charlie. Go UVU. UVU what? Wolverines. Go Wolverines. Yep, go Wolverines. All right. And go Jazz. Go Jazz. And I remember... Me and you did a podcast earlier, and we said, why did the Jazz... We watched the whole draft, and the Jazz didn't trade into the draft. Because we thought the Jazz were going to trade in the draft. We watched it for like three hours. We watched it for 
Yeah, watched the whole thing. And first, it was boring. First and second round, thinking the Jazz were going to do anything. It was boring as And song. little did we know, we were going to have two draft picks. And I'm going to tell everyone those draft picks. First of all, we got... Where is it? Kessler. I had it ready. No. Here he is. Walker Kessler from the Rudy Gobert trade. Round one, pick 22 out of Auburn. Are we related? He's Walker Kessler, not Kessler Walker. Still. He kind of looks like us, honestly. I wonder if we're related. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> we should go up to him and ask him. Yeah. Walker Kessler is a center that can shoot from the three. Heck to the yes. Also one of the better defenders in college basketball. Oshai Agabachi just got in this trade. Pick 14 in the lottery, baby. Go Jazz. Go Jazz. Let's go. The rebuild has begun. Everyone, jump get, on. Get a little excited. Let's go. Jump on. In a couple of years, we're going for this thing, man. Going Let's go. The, going for the chip in like eight or five years. It could be a while, but we're going for Let's it. Let's go. Ten years. Let's go, baby. All happening. How many picks do the Jazz have from these two trades? Do you know? I do. 17? No. What? 13. Oh. Thir no. 13 first-round picks. Dang. It's not over. Technically, yeah. we have 15 first-round picks because of Agabachi and Kessler. And, and it's not over. No, it's not. More draft picks to come. Bogey might be gone. Conley and Clarkson might be gone. Everyone... Be excited. It's scary, but let's go. I'm pumped. Let's go. Mitchell, I love you. I will miss you. I Thank you for all you did. Mitchell's the man. He's amazing. You are not a superstar, though. Sorry. Oh, wow. He's amazing. Oh. He's amazing, but... Char, you got to end it positive. I am, but... Dad, this is why we're doing this. He could lead us to the second round. We need a superstar. We need a Luca. We need a Giannis. We need a Mitchell's MVP. the man. We need a We Jokic. love you, Mitchell. We love you, Mitchell. But the Jazz are going for that superstar. 13 chances to get the superstar. For all we know, Agabachi is the superstar. Let's go. Let's go. I'm pumped. Anything else? Nope, I'm out. Go Jazz. Go Cougars. Go Utes. Go Aggies. Um... Go Wolverines. But right now, oh, go Seahawks. Let's go. Not having a great year, but I'm a Seahawks fan, man. Come on, Gino. Let's go. Take down Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Oh. <laughs> I'm not like you, Dad. I will stay to my fan base. Oh. You're a Buccaneers fan now because Tom Brady left. I will stay a Seahawks fan. Russell Wilson, I will love you. But I will stay a Seahawks fan. Mitchell's my favorite player. He's on the Cavs. I will stay a Jazz fan. Good job. Just remember, everyone, you can do it. I'm telling you, good things to come. We will look back at this trade and my podcast, and we'll be like, man, do you remember when we made that trade? Man, look what we got from it. We won a championship. It's happening. Go Jazz. Bye.